Hi, friends. Hello, should I delete that, listeners? We still have some tickets left for our live tour and we would absolutely love to see you there. On Thursday, the 23rd of May, we will be performing in the London Islington Assembly Hall. On Monday, the 27th of May, we will be in Salford. On Tuesday, the 28th of May, we'll be in Glasgow. Sunday, the 2nd of June, Birmingham. Monday, the 3rd of June, Bristol. And Tuesday, the 4th of June in Southampton. You can get your tickets at aegpresents.co.uk or via the link in the show notes or our Instagram bios. Really hope we see you there. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Obviously, I look better with a face-changing filter on, but I've also found so much comfort in just accepting that, yes, I can achieve that with these apps or with these filters, but it isn't the reality. It just isn't. Hello and welcome back to Shudge Delete That. I'm Alex Light. And I'm Em Clarkson. How are you? I am good. I am looking after my nephew currently. Um, so I am slightly frazzled. <laughs> What's that song? Um, she's a single she's a single mom who works two jobs. <laughs> that is how I'm I feel that right vibe now. Today. Yeah, I get yeah. it. <laughs> I'm giving off that vibe, aren't I? Like my hair's yeah, all I, over the place and I am like, I feel frazzled. <laughs> and it's been well, an I think hour. You're it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been here le- well, less than two hours. And I'm like, oh my god, when's nap time? Um, toddlers are hard, man. Wow. Uh, but fun. Uh, very fun. How are you? I'm really good. Thanks so much. I'm just going to launch straight in with my bads and my awkwards because please. they're one and the same. And it's been the bane of my fucking life this week. I have a blocked milk duct, oh. which is obscene. Never thought of a sentence I thought I'd say, but here we are. And um, yeah, I've a blocked milk duct. And when I tell you I have tried everything, Alex, like, I, well, I have done all but I've, I haven't done the one thing. And I am scared. Okay, I was scared that your awkward was going to be the one thing. I haven't done the one thing. And the That's one probably thing. probably the bad bit is that my husband is being a real fucking prick and he won't do the one thing that I need him to do. I, um, I understand his boundaries with this. I mean, Me I don't too. know your pain. I don't know your pain. So maybe I'm speaking out of turn, but I understand his, his potential boundaries here. Okay, let me give you some context, listeners. So I've got a block milk duct, and if you have never had one, it's fucking agony. It's worse than any contraction I had. It's actually worse than the cesarean. It is the single worst. Oh. Like it's it's worse than my broken jaw. It is literally the most pain I've had. It's extraordinary. So it's awful, right? And I've tried. I mean, I when I I have done. I have. So apparently, like anecdotally everybody I've spoken to is like you need warm shit warm compresses massage hot shower all of that so I've done all of that and then I spoke to somebody new and they're like and then I spoke to a lactation consultant on Instagram if you can hear dogs barking in the background I'm at my mum's and there's loads of dogs and there's nothing I can do about it I'm sorry um then the professional was like no advice has changed so you should do like light massage like you're pat- patting a dog and I'm just like that is not gonna fucking cut it like I feel like I've got an actual marble wedged in my tit like I, I'm not patting <laughs> oh. it 
I know. Christ. Anyway, um, Christ indeed. So then a lot of people recommended that you hold your electric toothbrush on it. Then a lot of people said, that's not powerful enough. You need a vibrator on it. So oh. I have followed up on every single <laughs> available thing. The I have fed her. Oh, my God. I have fed her like a fucking cow, Alex. Like my baby is a calf. I have got on all fours and oh I have my dangled God. my a massive boob into her mouth and fed her <laughs> like a farm animal. <laughs> um, that didn't fucking work. And then oh, the, I mean, I guess I guess the worst, the worst, my lowest point was when I got my own boob and tried to put it in my own mouth no you didn't no you didn't so that i could suck the fucking blockage out i'm in so much pain and olive's little mouth is just not struck she's not got the grip that i need she hasn't got the power i'm sorry suction in what world is your nipple going to reach your mouth oh out it reaches oh okay save now It reaches, but I can't quite Maybe get Maybe mine the, um... does too. I've just never tried it. I've never thought to try it, but you know what? You know what God loves? A trier. God loves a trier. A fucking trier. <laughs> um, he does. I've tried, like, I can get it. I, I mean, I can get, like, tongue to knit, but I just can't get the angle that I need. So... My, in about an hour, my nephew's going to be looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I don't know much about this world yet, but I know this is not right. <laughs> <laughs> this looks fucking weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. Bless so you. my the final resort, the one thing, the thing that a lot of people have told me to do has been to do the cow method, except without Arlo underneath me, I'd have Alex underneath me. Oh, I just, oh, I don't know. I know, man. And I think his, I think his greatest reservation is that if he does it, I'll tell the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> A thousand percent. Who else would you tell? I think, <laughs> I know, if, 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 if this happens, I think I might be forced to sign like an NDA (laughs) and we're just gonna have to operate like an American military type thing like just don't ask don't tell like if next week it's magically cured and I don't have mastitis and I'm just better then you know what's happened okay maybe you can share it at the live show I feel like that is that is like something shocking enough there's nothing you can fucking do about it then what's it gonna do sitting in the crowd exactly um bless you I hope it I hope it resolves itself sons alex in an ideal world you know what i really don't want him to do this no. I, I keep he's been lovely he's like he's a bit like oh i will do it and i'm just like we, neither of us want this it could be a turning point in your relationship it could be which way um the thing is it could go one of both one of two ways it could actually make you it could really really strengthen your bond okay or you might never be able to look each other in the eye again. I don't know. That's what I think might happen. Mm. I just that's where I'm leaning not. towards. But yeah, because I saw someone on Instagram do it, and yes, me he too. had a little like spit cup no. <laughs> for like oh, when it don't. when it came out. So I was like, right, what am I going to give him a little spit cup? Like, come on, it's like he's giving my boob a blowjob. It's just bad. <laughs> Has he tried your breast milk yet? <laughs> No, and what a no. fucking what a welcome to the yeah. See, it's to the just bar. it's a lot. It's a lot. What do it's you a want? Lot. A martini? A fucking I don't know. Block it. Ugh. But Ugh. if we if we look at it in another way, it's the least he can do, right? 
You've given him this miracle of life. You've grown and birthed this baby. Well, I feel like that's a bit unspoken. Right. Like, I'm crying in agony trying to feed her. Right, right. And he's just, you know, like eating his scrambled eggs. And I'm just like, "Mm, (laughs) eat me. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) And look, he is obviously, you know, he's, he's going through the mental strain of having a baby and the sleeplessness. But the physical side of his this nipples baby are empty. his nipples yes. are empty his nipples are empty and it shows <laughs> yeah <laughs> he he's walking around light and free you can see it come on, he, come on he can't put his Step nipples up. in his own mouth that's all i know I, okay do you know what i've done a, i've done a, i've done a 360 no a 180 360 never know i've done a 180 i think alex should do it i don't know the other the other side of this is that i don't really want him to because because of what we all just talked about. Is it a three sixty or a one eighty? It's a one eighty. It's a one eighty, yeah. Three sixty, so, you're back where you started. You're back where you started, yeah. Duh. Okay, thanks. Um To be honest, I'm back where I start I don't know where I stand on this. Let's see how the pain progresses yeah. as the weekend goes. Yeah. If desperation kicks in, like just just fucking go for it. Um Yeah, but exactly. You don't need to film it, is what I'll say. Oh, I agree. I'll send you a photo in a minute of me doing the dangle method, which already I sent it to my friend and I was like, this feels like a low point. <laughs> this, feel, this, this doesn't feel positive. <laughs> I've taken better selfies. <laughs> okay, tell me, anything good, anything bad, anything awkward, please? Awkward. I, I don't have anything awkward this week because I've just been a perfect an embarrassing specimen of a human being <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna i know so i'm gonna read something out that someone sent me on instagram this made me think of you and m and it's a quote i read somewhere that biting into a lemon can help end a panic attack by making you focus on your senses <laughs> and now all i can imagine is encountering a stressful situation in work pulling a lemon out of my pocket and biting into it all while maintaining eye contact with someone Oh my god! Thought that like I don't know. It was kind of perfect. I think it would end a panic attack and cause a heart attack. Like it would be. I can't. I don't imagine it's like <laughs> it's not a happy ending to about. It's it's making the situation so much worse. What's going to make my panic attack worse? I know a fucking annihilation of all of my senses. <laughs> I want to just like I want to be in agony. That will help. My face is going <laughs> to contort in a weird, twisted yes. kind of pleasure pain. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Should, okay. Next time I see you. Can we do that? Not have panic attacks. Can we just eat half a lemon each to just see what happens and maintain eye contact? Yes. Let's yes. Do it. And try not and to win. And maintain wince. eye contact the whole mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, it's sold. Yeah, fine. And then we have week. to eat a donut, maintain eye contact, and not lick our lips. Because it's not possible. <laughs> sold. Is it? I want a donut so badly. I don't no. think it's possible. Oh, oh my God. God. When we were kids, we used to tie our hands behind our backs and eat a donut off the plate with no hands. That, I mean, okay. That's like bobbing for apples, isn't it? I don't know why we did that. Actually. I've really got no <laughs> idea. Weird. Um, but that quote reminded me of when, because um, I've never, you know, I know it's going to come as a great surprise, but I've never been able to control my mo- emotions or regulate my emotions. So I've always had a problem with crying. What? I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Wild, so not on brand, right? Um, but someone told me that if you look up to the sky, like put, tilt your head right back and, and look up to the sky, that you stop yourself from crying. So as a child and a teenager, I would just walk around like, like this all the time in my like head back, trying, trying no, not to cry. No, <laughs> yes. no, no. It was awful. No, I did, no. I did. Because it does I kind mean. of work. 
and I just Alice. like I was so emotional like just so emotional like my like my mum says my blood is too close to my eyes and I would just always cry and then it moved it, I don't know it's probably like entering like slightly dark territory but I'd also pinch myself like pinch pinch my legs to try and stop myself from this crying is really as well. sad like ha 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 Oh but no, really I, didn't mean to, I didn't mean to make it sad. Are you okay? Okay. Maybe that should be my bad. I don't know, I'm working through some stuff. Oh no. Oh my God. If I met teenage Alex now, I'd give her the biggest hug, I swear to God. I mean, it'd be awkward as hell. because She would need it. It's all the way back. It would be a horrible hug. <laughs> Just hugging your body with no head. Like you've been decapitated. Um... Okay, well, I didn't mean to make that sad. I'm sorry. Um, I just just enjoyed. I just enjoyed the visual of the quote. Um, so yes. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. I'll tell you my good. Shall I? I'll bring us bring us back up. Please. As I was going to say, as anyone who follows me on Instagram will know, but actually, it's a podcast as well because I have talked about pistachio, my love of pistachio, and pistachio croissants on the podcast as well. Not not necessarily the croissant, but pistachio, pistachio, anything. Love it so much, and it seems to be having this like revival well not even a revival because i don't think it's ever been there before but like everyone's obsessed with pistachio on instagram I'm now not. there's pistachio croissants pistachio cream no. do you not like pistachio actually i don't think i've ever had a, i don't think i've ever had a pistachio are you joking no. are you joking you've never eaten don't a pistachio? Think so. i think maybe because i'm allergic to peanuts i'm just not a massive nut gal oh my god okay fine oh my if god you can find me so something good. delicious when i see you next week well, before we do the lemon pistachio i'll give it a go well, there's a bakery that I think is near you, Ore. Do they? Yeah, but they won't do they, vegan. They don't do vegan, no. They do a pistachio croissant, which is stunning, but it won't. I'm sure it's probably not vegan. Oh, always where my always where my flying croissant comes from. That fancy cafe <laughs> where the croissant that flew away came from. It's a from. very good pastry. Oh, I forgot. I forgot the vegan thing. Oh, how annoying. Um, I would say I'll make you one, but we all know that's not true. Anyway, don't. I, <laughs> <laughs> my dms are full of pistachio stuff people send me pistachio stuff all the time and i love it it's great anyway i was at a cafe the other day and i was in the line in the line i was in the line i was in the queue and it was like there was a little display in front of us and there was um there were some pastries in there and i and i was yeah in the line and i was looking at the pastries looking to see if there's any pistachios there wasn't and then a lady next to me went Oh, it's a shame there's no pistachio croissants, isn't it? Isn't it? <gasps> she knew you were a fanatical pistachio eater. Yes. What a reputation. I, just, I looked up at her and I was like, I don't want to assume. I, I, you know, in your, a split second, I'm like, you're either just saying that because you, you, you really like pistachios, pistachios and you're just hoping that I do too. This random woman next to me t- likes it too. Or you follow me on Instagram. So I kind of looked at her and I was like, is it? She was like, hi, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, that's like one of the best encounters I've ever had. Oh my God. It's such a shame like you're not single slash a lesbian because that would have been a perfect meet cute. Oh my God. What a line. Imagine telling your kids in like 10 to 15 years. How did you meet? Yeah. Oh, your mum saw me looking for a pistachio pastry and she said it's a shame there's no pistachios oh my god that would be so good that was such a good way to meet um but isn't that fun such a fun interaction I was so happy I was like you sorry you didn't get a pistachio pastry day. though no it's fine it's fine I got over it I had an almond one instead <sighs> I've never had one of those either anything bad for me though before before we kick off with our interview well do you know what I feel like I've given enough bad with my crying and pinching myself <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna leave it at that for this week 
Okay. What's what's your what's your good? I'm just good vibes right now, Al. You are. You really are. I'm just really good vibes. I'm just yeah. there's nothing specific. I'm just living my best life. I had I went on I had a full day of work on Wednesday, like a shoot yeah. day, which worked okay. I'm not not assuming that every single day will go like that, but it worked really well with Arlo. Yeah. And like we've just we're just kind of we're all right we're just we're just apart from you know my udders we're fine <laughs> and I'm just feeling really good I'm moving I went to a form of Pilates I'm doing all my walks sun's been sporadically shining Georgie's coming to stay at my mum's for the weekend oh, it's just good vibes that's so nice yeah come on up if you want we're just chilling I, I just was gonna feel say like, where's my invite but okay. oh my god it's right here now I'm about to put Georgie on blast. She's had an upset tummy. <laughs> I don't know. And then I was like, Joe, but then I was like, forgot that we were talking for the podcast. I thought we were just talking for us. I was going to be like, Georgie's had the squits. And I was like, I can't say that. We're recording. But and you just did. Anyway. <laughs> so, sorry, Georgie. Everyone um, pray for Georgie. <laughs> pray for Georgie's bum hole. <laughs> oh, bless yeah, her. Well, I hope she feels better. <laughs> yeah, they do. feel really bad now. Um... <laughs> love that well anyway yeah so no it's just good vibes it's just good vibes and we've got a good interview today and everything's just going i'm gonna hang out with you this week haven't seen you in bloody ages i know i know we've got a proper podcast recording in a studio which will be again we're gonna see yeah see what it's like with our yeah our new little colleague our tiny colleague yeah fine my sister's gonna come and help i think yeah my sister's there as well jen i forgot to tell you that yeah sister squad perfect yeah I mean, I'm, I have to say, I just want to caveat the saying everything's going really well with every baby by the fact that I am so grateful for my village at the moment. My mum was away. I think I said my mum was away for like two and a half weeks. And so was my sister and my brother. Like they all went on a nice holiday without me. I'm fine about it. Um, but now they're back. It's like, I just feel so, it's so much better. It's so, yeah. I feel so supported. Support. So yeah. yeah, it really makes a difference. And my friends are just amazing. And like even, and my team as well, like the, that we work with, like that just, the, it's just I feel very lucky I don't want people listening being like I, I didn't get it how's she doing it because I am not doing it on my own like everybody's just yeah helping rallying so, that's great yeah, rally, rally, rallying is a good word <laughs> um I'm not giving them very much choice just like two minutes before we started recording the podcast I was like mom mom <laughs> she loves it they love Your it granddaughter means a cuddle yeah absolutely <laughs> loves it anyway we have an amazing interview today oh we do it's sasha just a warm hug of an episode it is isn't girl. it yeah it kind of felt more like a conversation than an interview right and we d- it didn't really feel yeah. like we were interviewing her like a proper podcast interview so it's really nice really cool very um i hate myself for saying this word but very authentic oh Actually, yeah. I'm not even... I hate I, you for saying it too. I hate myself for saying it. I, I, Daisy, please take that out. I can't even bear it. No, Daisy, don't. I can't, don't, don't, I can't cope. <laughs> I want my new ringtone to just be all the times you've said, Daisy, please take that out. And Daisy hasn't taken it out. <laughs> Do you know what? I never, anyway. listen, I never listen back to know if she takes it out or not. So I don't even know if she, she takes it out. She never takes it out. Does she, she not? Daisy. Good. Um, okay, guys, I hope you enjoy the interview with the phenomenal Sasha Polari. Hi, Sasha. Hi. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. Actual honour being here on this little sofa with you both. Oh, I'm not on the sofa, but that's all right. Oh, yeah. Big fan, though. I'm a big oh, fan. I took it. So, yeah, sad for me. There is space for me. I don't know why I'm Why don't you come alone. in the middle of us? <laughs> nope, we don't want you. Um, I'm so excited that you're here in the flesh. Me and Sasha became best friends during lockdown, and, like, lo- and we 
actually had like an like a like an online love affair. Yes. Oh, I love that. And we didn't meet until never <laughs> last year. Like, where did we meet? At Selfridges when you came to help me try oh and dress. Oh my god, this yeah. Was fun, well, we kept trying to go on a walk, but like you know, when the rules were really strict. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it just never happened, did no. it? But we were literally. It was like I felt like you know when plenty of fish started like before young people <laughs> use dating apps that's what I felt like I felt like I was like a plenty of fish you user yeah. I also feel like Em was like I called her my guardian angel because everything blew up so much for me and I feel like you know like a fish just drowning and she just came and scooped me and put drown. me in a little oh yeah they can't oh. but like a little famously yeah. <laughs> but like a little I don't know something drowning Tortoise. Yeah, it's just kind of turned really dark, but I didn't mean for it to. But like, I just feel like you just picked me up and just looked after me because I was clueless and all of this stuff was happening. And Em was just like, I'll help you. And you did massively. You nailed logs because that was when Filter Drop like all kicked Mm. off. And I was like, I'm obsessed with this woman. Don't even know how, I think someone sent me your video. Like you had like an IGTV video. And I was like, yeah, this is probably what true love is. Actual (laughs) crackers time of life. It was really intense. It was, and it it feels like I've known you forever. People are like, how do you know? And I'm like, I don't know, but I love her. <laughs> yeah, same. And I think Slash is the only person I've accepted on Facebook in the last like six years. Same I don't have no Oh my God, Facebook your Facebook friend. friend. Oh my God, that is such me energy to have Facebook add someone. <laughs> now I'm feeling 2023. Yeah, we're not even no, Facebook. No, we're not. Oh my God. That's hilarious. Yeah, so we're like fully in love. It's the whole thing. Wow. I know, cute. Yeah. I feel like- I love you too. I'm very much third wheeling right now. I feel Thank like you. I should be Thanks. on the sofa. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, like, you fine that I'm not, but- But you, okay well we've we're pre-recording this guys it's no secret that i'm having a baby and disappearing so sorry but um you as of this weekend were in a you were in a play <gasps> you were know. in rent yeah, i know how was it it was amazing i um because i tra- i trained in musical theater like my whole life that's what i wanted to do and then when i went off to drama school i was too young it was on the wrong course like so many things weren't right but i was very like young and hungry and oh my god i'm going to make it on the west end and that's like all i cared about and i actually dropped out of drama school after a year and then i was like what on earth am i going to do because it was tunnel vision all i'd ever wanted So for a really long number of years, I had like all this resentment for this career path that I thought I'd wanted and it didn't work out. And that's how like makeup came into play because I got a job with Mac. So it was always just, oh, it's gone forever now. And then I started Amateur Dramatics before lockdown. And I was like, oh my God, this is like even better than like drama school because (laughs) there's no like... That none of the industry is there, but the passion and the love is there. And then obviously lockdown happened and this was my first time performing post lockdown and it's just been everything like my soul needed and more. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah. Do you sing really as well? Yeah, I do. I'm always like really reluctant to say like I'm a singer because I'm one of those like, like I just If you say you can hold the tune, I'm leaving. <laughs> I can like that's I'm not I'll I'm not like <laughs> It's the worst. But like you can sing, sing, right? No. She can hold a tune. I can I literally, <laughs> I can hold a tune. But like not sing, sing, definitely not. I can't, I wouldn't class myself as a singer. Like I okay. prefer acting. I can sing, but like yeah. I would rather a song where I can act through the song. Like musical theatre yeah. rather than like. Like I'm never going to be Dorothy. I'd be like. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not no, I don't think I could do those. I just notes. feel like she's dramatic. That is the extent of my musical knowledge. <laughs> I, have no really other I feel like you'd that. be a musical theatre lover. I am not. I married one. Yeah, Alex loves 
musical theatre. Oh my Lived god, we it. should have brought Alex here as well. Oh. Alex, Alex M. Yeah, yeah, all well, my Alex's. We you went to see Moulin Rouge. We, oh yeah, we did. Me I me. fucking loved it. I was like, oh, it's a <laughs> And M was just like, oh, I know, get me I, out of here. I have big musical energy. I feel yeah. that for myself, but I really... You do give off theatre kids. I know. Yeah. But it's really not for me. I think that's actually <laughs> such a very good description of me. But no, I hate musical. No, I don't hate it. That's, that's too much. But I find it weird when some people, no, fine, I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to piss people off. I'm going to admit it. When people break into song, I get really uncomfortable. I'm like, why are we singing? Like, you've been watching Hamilton. I'm like, this is a historical tale. Why are you singing? Oh, no, don't it's say so things like stressful. that. I can't. It's, it's absolutely, it makes me cringe every part of my body when it's just like, oh, you a serious conversation and someone breaks into song and you're like oh no <laughs> I remember one of my very first dates with David we went to watch Miss Saigon and we were sat really close like he was trying to impress me so he bought really good tickets really good seats and it kind of like five minutes in and he looked at me and whispered he was like is there any words or is it all just song I was like it's all song and we don't speak in the theatre and he was like <laughs> that's me that was the last the first and last time he's been to the theatre with me I think about Aww. nine years ago do you know I will say I went to see an opera recently and obviously <laughs> that's amazing like Great. So, did I talk about this on the podcast? No, it just sounds horrible. Oh my God. <laughs> did I say opera? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I'm like having a total mind blowing. So I was like, anyway. So I went to the opera recently and I was really excited. Didn't know what to expect. Awful. Oh, I no. really didn't like it. And I don't want to sound like an absolute uncultured, like me. spoiled brat. <laughs> was it in like English? <laughs> it was in Italian, but they had little screens with subtitles. But that was the first problem because the, the, it wasn't translated properly. I was doing my nutting. And you could see where they'd like tried different translations and just kept them all on screen. And I was mm. like, this, this is sloppy. Um, but I don't like the sound of opera, that singing. Fair. I mean, it would be boring if we were like the same, wouldn't it? That's very people, pragmatic. Do you think people really actually do like it? Well, I've Alex's seen, mom. I didn't think I'd ever like it. Yeah. And I watched a German opera in Vienna. Yeah. And I awful. loved it. I didn't have a clue what was going on. Right. But I loved it. But mm. I just get really geeky. I just have like so much respect for them doing it live. It's and amazing. And stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, for me, that's like, I could watch them do one song and I'd be like, that was amazing. <laughs> now let's go. Now we can go. Like <laughs> you are thing. so talented. But I have to the leave. The seats were small. My coccyx really hurt, actually. Yeah. So I was like, we actually left the Theatre seats aren't comfortable. That is something I will say. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like The Greatest Showman a lot. Like, okay. Not the play. Interesting. I haven't said it if it's the, a play. The film. The film. I love See, a film. See, that's big theatre kid energy. Yeah. That, yeah, but I love a film. And I think it's because I can watch it on my... I mean, I've seen that film so many times. Yeah. I love it. And it all the songs. Film. It's such a good film. Well, I did pre-warn like quite a lot of people, family and stuff, the sort of part I was playing in Rent. And I think my dad had to like sit like this for oh a God, few What times. kind of part? Was it? Breasty? I was a crack addict stripper with AIDS. Do you know Rent? No. No, no, oh. no, no, no. Yeah, that's the part I played. Nice. So it was intense. It was intense. It was intense. And um, uh, yeah, I have to like block out That's about coming. as bad as it gets in terms of like, your credentials. Yeah. yeah, say it again. Crack addict. Stripper with AIDS. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> she was yeah. going, she's really going for it. Yeah. yeah. That's tiring. But yeah, life. I love it. I feel like it's just, we should do more things that like we love that have no ties to them. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I like that it is like, I don't know what amateur, I don't know the difference. Sorry, I have a Basically, we're not professional. But I love that. It's, it's lush, like all of these people, some of us are self-employed, some of us have full-time jobs and we like do it out of pure love and joy. We I don't get paid for it. I with the pantomime. Like people who do the pantomime, I love the pantomime. I love people pantomime. are just doing it for the love of it. No, they're paid. They're pro. Oh, <laughs> well, I don't know. It's just like 
I do love the pantomime though. But there's like that <laughs> attachment, isn't it? To like, if you do panto, your career's over. That's what is they that? say. Oh. Well, that's, I disagree, but yeah, that's- Panto is so fun. But it, it's only at Christmas time, isn't it? Anyway. I'd love to be in the pantomime. I would love to be in the pantomime. I do think you've got what it takes to just think you should be less of a musical hater. Because they use a lot of musical songs in a panto. I think my downfall, and it's a big one, would be that I can't sing. <laughs> not even like, no, oh, that's that polite thing of like, oh, I just can't sing. I can't sing. Can confirm. Yeah, sad. We can't have it all. No. God is we? fair. God is yeah. fair. Yeah. What do I have? Loads of. Don't answer that. Don't answer that. That's um, I love that you do it for the, like, that's, I mean, it's like my have a goes energy, but like yeah. for the theatre. It is really nice that, like, to do something, I guess, that in, that would be that could be embarrassing. It's like putting yourself out there, yeah, in a way that like it's just exposing, isn't it? Yeah, I think for me as well. This this was always like a dream part for me to play this part. And what did you dream of being when you were a little girl? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, everything I just said. But she like I don't know. It's just such a gritty show with loads of meaning. It, it just highlights like the AIDS pandemic back in 1989. I think it was. And my confidence levels like within myself would never have allowed me to do what I did the weekend just gone. Like I'm literally in next to no clothing. The fact that I was even in skin tight clothing on stage, dancing and singing at the same time blows my mind that I did that. Do you know what I mean? Because I would never have imagined that I would have had the confidence to do it. So it was kind of one of those moments for me where it meant more than it meant. Does that make sense? Yeah. Which is a very, again, theater kid wanky thing to say, but- I love it. It is what it is. It meant more than it meant. God, that was stunning. I'm gonna like- <laughs> incorporate that into my day to day <laughs> it meant more than it thank meant. you for passing me the salt dave it meant more than it meant <laughs> um, it actually doesn't make any sense at all no no <laughs> but i got it yeah i understood it i also think um, it's gonna be really good for you with your overthinking like that meant way more than it meant i'm gonna be up at 4 a.m being like no i can't remember what it meant what did it meant um but you said that, oh, like being up there in like skin tight clothing, how did you do it back then? Did you just do it, but like without any comfort, like lacking confidence? I would never have gone for those parts or like believed Sorry, I right. could go for those parts or would have, if for whatever reason I was cast as that part, like maybe five years ago, I would have found a way to cover up or be really? in different sorts of clothing. I just, I don't think my confidence would have allowed me to do it full stop though, not even audition. So yeah, it was a big like a big deal for me personally, yeah. as well as how much I love doing it. Because you're like, you're just, I hate the word. Journey. We haven't got a better one. Yeah. Um, your journey, like your confidence journey on Instagram. And obviously like, I've actually known you for a really short space of time, but it does feel like 40 years. So All right. what okay. I know of my <laughs> extensive relationship with my best friend over there, <laughs> that wasn't room on the sofa for me with. Um, but you're you over the last like year and a half or a couple of years. You it feels like you've been like following on. I mean, literally, you're like my favorite person to follow on Instagram. Anyway, oh my god, don't say that. I cry. Oh my god, but it's true. <laughs> oh my god, I was thinking about it this morning. I was like, what do I love the most? Do I love the makeup? Do I love the fashion? Do I love the fun? Your fashion content recently. Has Can we call it fashion? Fashion. Can we call it anything? relating to fashion because yes, all yes. I would relate it to is just like outright disaster with it's the camera turned on my <laughs> favorite it's it, they're so good if you haven't seen Sasha's try-ons then you're just you're living a sad and empty life and I feel bad for you but it's <laughs> like it's so fun to watch you I don't know it feels like you're Take on a big yeah but like it feels like you're on a really big confidence journey yeah because filter drop and we will talk about that in a minute but like filter drop I guess was 
you have worked in makeup for years and you've modeled and it was about like skin empowerment and like owning your image and stuff. And obviously you have a very beautiful face and you have like a professionally beautiful face because that's like what modeling is. But I feel like watching you on on the journey with your body as well is just so cool because you already had so much empowerment when it came to your face and like showing up authentically and then to like find it all with the body journey it's just been it's really fun to watch and I feel oh, like your you. followers love that as well like I, I think feel like everyone's on your journey with you that yeah I definitely feel like that I feel like we it doesn't feel like a me on Instagram it feels like an us which again sounds so wanky but I like you know when you remember your usernames of people and they tell yeah. you stories and you remember the stories and stuff like that um I, it has been like a prolific change for me in, I don't know since when, I think obviously the pandemic made things happen quicker because of Filter Drop. But I even remember saying to you like, Filter Drop represented how I felt about filters, right? And how I felt about showing real skin, but the actual meaning of what Filter Drop was created from covers so much more than skin basically. So these try on hauls and stuff like that, I didn't sit there one day and think, right, I'm gonna try on some clothes and this is gonna absolutely slap the likes in. I literally just accidentally filmed a Zara haul one day and have never been able to reply to the messages since because none of the clothes fit me. And I also just can't pick clothes. Like, I don't know what it is, but I'll pick something thinking it's going to look one way and we put it on and it's very different. Um, and I just think people relate to that, don't they? Because how many times do we pick something online and then put it on and it looks stunning? It, well, I'm sure there's people out there. It's just, it could never be me. <laughs> But yeah, it's been it's been massive. I feel like I really like all of the wanky words come into this sort of chat, don't they? Like they're hard to avoid. But I literally live and breathe how I feel about confidence because I see how much it's changed my life. And that's what I want for other people. And I'm like, well, let's just do it together. Let's just keep pushing ourselves like that little bit further. Like even with this part, right, there was a part of me that thought, can I fucking go out on stage in skin tight? Like, what about if I maybe got something that just covered the bottom of my stomach? That would probably make me feel a little bit more comfortable. And then I was like, I can't. Like, this is real. This is like all internal thoughts. I was like, I cannot do what I do, talk about what I do, care about what I care about, and then go and cover my like biggest insecurity up on stage. Like I'm just gonna fucking do it. And I'm so glad I did it. It's like another thing I've pushed through now. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um. But yeah, I love it. It's changed my life. How did Filter Drop come about? So I was, it was in the beginning of lockdown. Mm. And you know what it was like? We were all on our phones, like a mental amount of time. <laughs> yeah. And the, I just remember scrolling through my stories thinking, Jesus Christ, everyone just looks flawless, like absolutely flawless. And at this point I was still using filters, but not the face changer ones that, you know, well, I say not face changer ones, they had like a grainy effect, but they yeah. still do something, don't they? Whether it's smooth or contour, whatever like that. And I just posted a story once and said, is it not absolutely crackers that we never see real skin ever? Then with the amount of messages I got back, I was like, no, yeah, we actually never see real skin. Mm -hmm. And there was a brand video that had been posted where there was a makeup tutorial being done with said filter on. So I contacted the brand and um, I'm not gonna say the brand cause I have actually worked with them since and they replied really yeah. sort of, what's the word, amicably and it was all sorted and they sort of apologized and stuff. And it just grew and grew and grew and grew to the point where I was like, what is going on? 
And it started from me saying, if you feel confident enough to post a filterless selfie, tag me in it with the hashtag filter drop and let's hopefully make other people feel like they can do it. And it just turned from like one or two selfies a day into five, 10, then the hundreds. And then there was a filter drop selfie uploaded every day for eight consecutive weeks, wow. which is insane. And then as soon as it got picked up by BBC, then, then that was. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Was that? And so you yeah, took it, it to the ASA. Yeah, like, that, that was, was the objective. That was maybe like nine months in though. It was quite, it was more so because I'd started going to the brands individually and then I'd sort out one and then another one would pop up. And then I was like, hang on a minute, there has to be something that we can do. So I sent an email to the ASA, like literally a general inquiries That's email. The advertising standards agency just for content. people who yeah. aren't nerds about. <laughs> I actually get used, so used to saying ASA thinking everyone would know what it is, but yeah. And they it was investigated for, I think it was, I want to, I think it was six months, you know. That'd be about right. Yeah. And then it got, it, the ruling came out on like the 2nd of Feb, I remember. And I remember getting the email saying like, because it's so official and like lawful that I used to have to ring my best friend, like, could you just dissect this email? Because I literally don't understand and I need to, need to reply <laughs> and act like I know what I'm saying, but I don't. And you were actually one of the only people that knew the investigation was in. Do you remember? It was just before my face got all fucked up. Yeah. I, yeah. I, was, I mean, I was dropping filters left, right, and centre there. <laughs> I was like, um, but not many people knew. Well, no one really knew that there was an investigation in. No. But you were, I remember you being one of them, which is so mental that I had never met Em and like I trusted you to say something so big because it was like the biggest thing that's happened in my career, really. But it was, I mean, and it was, you drove something, you know, a lot of people like walk the walk with this stuff. And yeah, that is the expression. I was like, if I... It meant what it meant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of people walk the walk and sort of, you know, like, and I think picked up, it's it's easy enough when the hashtag exists or when somebody's already driving the campaign, it's quite easy for people to jump yeah. on board. But you really did like drive that and to like take it yeah. to the ASA, which now, and just to put that in like layman's terms for people, that now means that it's, you're not allowed to advertise makeup products. Skincare, cosmetics. Skincare, yeah, in the UK whilst using a filter. Yeah. Like that's a huge thing I know, it's so cool. You know, like when I get an ad come through and mm. it's got like a clause in it, do not use filters according to the ASA yeah. guideline. I'm like, oh my God, that I like I did that, that's insane. Or we did that because it was a huge amount of people. I think that every time I see that on an ad thing, I'm always like, yes, Sasha. It's oh my like, God, that's so cool. Yeah. That, that really is amazing. It's mad, like even now to think about it and like I said, like filter drop, the root of filter drop is what I live, breathe every day online, whether that be me trying on clothes or whether it be me talking about this outfit I wore on stage, whatever it is, that's that's the root of what I care about. And I think like, it's like what you guys do. You can't not be successful and you can't not do well at something if it's genuinely what you're passionate about. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So when people are like, oh my God, it's amazing that that happened. I'm like, it is, but 
it was gonna happen because that's what you wanted. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I care so much about it. I don't want my kids growing up thinking that they look a certain way because they've been raised on filters. Like, I don't want them to think of themselves looking a certain way and that that is, that is attached to their worth as a person because they look so beautiful with a filter on. Like we could all give yeah. Hayley Bieber a run for her money if we wore filters every day. Mm. Maybe she does wear filters, who knows? We don't know. It is mad how prevalent it they are. It is mad, yeah. It is better but now though. I do think since filter drop, in our industry, I've seen a massive decline in the yeah. use of filters on stories, at least. Like you sure. can't, you can't tell on posts or videos like what's been filtered, but on stories, it has the little thing on the top left-hand corner, doesn't it? To say, yeah. and I have noticed a de uh, like a, a decline in people using that, particularly the obvious ones as well, the ones that like generate like yeah. lips for you. And I still see those on TikTok a lot. Yeah, yeah, TikTok is a whole other ball game. Yeah, they are it's quite crazy. But they automatically put filters on on TikTok, don't they? Yeah. Like so, when I open up to film myself on TikTok and I'm like, they're not my eyelashes. <laughs> like, why is my skin like that? But they're all, do you remember how fucked up the names were? Like beautiful face? Your kid, or like smooth young child, baby face, yeah, beautify. Yeah. It's actually so disgusting. What's your? Disgusting. Who's gonna see what's your star sign? I was like, where? <laughs> unlike you, let I me guess, Sagittarius. No, Capricorn. Okay, close. Fine. The one after. Um, there you go. Mm. <laughs> Very different energy. signs. More, more of a personal question. Actually, I want to know where you stand on this because I stopped using filters on my stories. But I still change, I still use filters on my posts that I post to my grid. Like I try and take yellow out of stuff and I like make it brighter, I increase the contrast, whatever. I don't know, I just... Oh, for me, that's like totally it. different. That's like artistic creation. Do you know what I mean? That's like coloring. My last post has got like the photo booth filter on because it like matched the vibe of the photo. Yeah. I, d I think that's totally different. Like making a photo black and white or making it sepia. To me, I know that that is a filter, but you're not changing the way you look. You're in, yeah. you're enhancing a photograph in an artistic way. That's yeah. just my personal I, opinion. I'm the same. I change like the color grade and everything. I use the yeah. Birds Papayas app because she makes all the I don't know, all the yeah. colors look stunning. Yeah. yeah, it's good. But it's very different to smoothing out your yeah. face or or literally changing the structural shape of it. That's to me wild. Yeah, because I used to use I used to use filters on stories, but like the ones that would add like a not a vintage effect, but more of a like a, a warmer, everything would be a bit more orangey. Yeah. But then it was like giving me a tan and you know, I don't know, it's messy, right? I don't this I think is the, the thing, lines there's are always something so like minute about those types of ones. So like, yeah. oh, it's grainy, but skin smoothing or it's vintage, but tanned or there's always something that makes you addicted to how you look with that on. Yeah. yeah. And I just feel like a massive part of my growth with my confidence has come from acceptance just fully this, I am who I am, like this is it. Yeah. Obviously I look better with a face changing filter on. We've been literally programmed to think that that is, you know, the ideal. Yeah. That's the, the, like, you can't get higher than that. But I've also found so much comfort in just accepting that, yes, I can achieve that with these apps or with these filters, but it isn't the reality. It just isn't. Mm -hmm. It's the same with like, people always say, well, what about makeup? What about Botox? What about this? There's still a reality to all of those things. Have yeah. Botox, you can still see a pore or you can still see skin movement elsewhere in the face. Mm -hmm. Filters don't do that. I also think when it comes to, because I've defended this a lot whenever I've talked about like fil um, filters online, because people do, 
ask and I don't think it's from a malicious place so like what's the difference then between like you say makeup or getting plastic surgery or having Botox or anything and I think the the thing we've talked about this as well um Al and I've talked about like personal responsibility when it comes to this sort of thing because actually if an individual wants to use a filter then they can do that if an individual wants to do anything to their bodies they can do it and anything to their image but I think what filter drop represented and with all of this stuff it's the it's the false advertising it's the lying and it's if you're set to make money or sell something yeah using a filter or or plastic surgery even or you know lipo or weight I don't know any of that weight shit then that's where it's ethically wrong. There was two sides to it. I remember thinking there's like two sides to how I feel about what I'm projecting with Filter Drop. One of them was that it's unfair to take money off people if you are going to promote something falsely. Mm. So that was one side of it. And then the other side of it was just the awareness. I just want you to realize that these filters and this editing is what's feeding like the intense insecurity that we're constantly faced with. And they were like the two things, there's never really been any judgment. Like it's like, you know, what you guys talk about with the Kardashians and stuff. We don't know what, we don't know what it's like to have that level of scrutiny about our image. Like I saw something come up the other day when they asked her on on a TV show, if her dad was the same as her sisters because her sisters look different. That is so like, that will stay with you for life. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that was for Chloe, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 So I'm not gonna sit here and judge Chloe for having every bit of plastic surgery under the sun to look like her sisters. I I totally get why she's done it. Yeah. But it was more, you know, on our level of, you know, a more sort of like normal day to day. It was just, I wanted the awareness to be there. Like, I just want to let you know that this is a huge part of the problem as to why you look at yourself in the mirror and feel repulsed. Yeah. It's like the personal responsibility element. Mm. Yeah. And like, I think we we have talked about this, haven't we? It's, it's like totally like with Chloe, like the, and all of them, I mean, the amount of scrutiny is just, I can't imagine it. I don't think I just, I'd be walking around like. A blase, I don't care. Yeah, I think I'd be really, really stressed out and highly insecure. But when it comes to like her selling or them selling like a tummy tea or whatever, yeah. you know, and and actually, I mean, blatantly lying about using. I know. I mean, I'm pretty sure anyway. Can't There's loads sure, of blurred lines with it, it isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. It's difficult. But, but you I, don't have to be the queen of morals to talk about these, you know, like no, no one's going to have clear morality, I guess. It's just like mm. we're all learning because... Yeah. And it's an opinionated thing, isn't it? Like someone could be sat here watching this thinking, oh, well, I disagree. I think plastic surgery is the same as using a filter. So that's that. I can't go and change their mind on that. That's just my personal point of view with it. Yeah, that's true. We did a, we just worked out that it was early 2021. 20, <laughs> She's glitched. <laughs> that was a glitch. <laughs> They're going to share you as part of the Illuminati conspiracies, you know, and it was like Nelly's eye went the other day and Katy Perry did that funny twitchy yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to be adding Alex Light to the list. Um, okay, I'll try again. We worked out, it was early 2021 that we we met for the first time and we met, we were doing um, a segment for the BBC and it was talking about whether we believe that users uh, should be... Um, it should say that their photos have been edited. It should carry a watermark uh, or a label to say that the filter has been edited. Uh, sorry, that a photo has been edited. Um, we both fell on the side of, we think that that's a law that, sh- that should be passed. Mm. Do you still believe that now? Um, 
It's really difficult because like what you just said about blurred lines, I would love for that to be the reality. I just don't see how it's a possibility. There are so many clever things you can do with photos because you could take it right back to like, well, you angled it to look a certain way or you angled the camera to make you look a certain way. So that could go right back to the roots of, do you need to say, by the way, I'm actually three sizes bigger than this photo. It's like, where do you draw the line? Yeah. Uh, one thing that I would love to do, and it's something that I definitely learned through campaigning with Filter Drop, I would love it if people just fucking let people live a little bit. Do you know what I mean? If you see a photo that's heavily filtered and heav heavily edited, there also has to now be some sort of accountability put into place so that where you see that and you think that's not normal, they feel a certain way that they have to do that, but I need to find my own way of accepting that I'm who I am. I get that it's hard, but it's gone so far. Like there's so much to undo that we almost have to just be a bit more realistic about what is possible and what isn't. And we can't control every single thing that someone puts out on the internet. Mm. So yes, ideally I would love that, but that's kind of how I feel. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I'm with you. I think I've, I think I've, shifted a bit from my standpoint on that yeah a few years ago and whenever I talk about this on online it brings so it's it, it's really divisive yeah you know and I I do wonder if it crosses over into body autonomy uh, you know which at the time I was like well it doesn't because you can still do what you want you just have to board you know you just have to add a label or, yeah. or a disclaimer that's been edited but I don't know, it's difficult. It's it is because you're kind, that watermark kind of says I'm insecure about this thing. Right. Which is adding a level of right. vulnerability that's like... It's very vulnerable. It's so vulnerable. Yeah. And it's like, I think people, for the most part, like, and it's really hard to call it because I don't, like, I don't actually know a lot of people that soup, that filter their images soup, like massively in my real life. But then, you know, we're in quite a unique space. And I just, it's really easy to throw stones and say like because I remember when I was 17 and those and um these photos uh, I wasn't in the public eye particularly like I said Facebook and Bebo like a normal you know cool teenager <laughs> and um an MSN and then these um Daily Mail photos got published to me and they're literally the ugliest fucking things you've ever seen in your life like genuinely they haunt me I close my eyes I can see them worst thing in the world and I remember being so mortified that I'd lost my, um, what's like control. Yeah. 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 I had no control over that image. And it was like, I was having an ugly day, but it felt like the worst thing in the world. And I realized that if I look back at that time, I, I wasn't filtering because there wasn't really filters at the time, but we did, I, I was uploading like photos from above, like, or yeah. um, like, you remember you could go in photo booth in your Mac and like have all those like yeah. sketchy filters. And like, I was doing as much as I could to control the image that I put out because I was so upset by the image that was already out there. Yeah. So when I think about it like that, cause it's really easy now for me to sit there and be like, judging everybody that right. filters but actually if I think back to the that time and that photo of me that I thought was my reality I hated it so much yeah that I'd have done anything to mask and and present something better so now I just I, I feel like I have to have a lot more empathy if I see somebody photoshopping or filtering or editing themselves I'm like you're doing that for a reason and like far be it for me to be like 
you can't you do that. Declare, yeah. yeah. But it's that thing as well of like, we have to be responsible for how other people feel. It's just bollocks. Like I know that my confidence can only grow from the things that I do for myself. If you post a photo of you naked, that is not gonna make me feel better about my body. It might feel like a second, but like really genuinely at the root, you are not responsible for making me feel more confident. And that's how I feel everyone should have an approach. So that when, you know, it's like with this whole cancel culture thing, people love 90% of the things Molly May posts, right? But then she posts 10% of something that absolutely outraged them. Do they just like penalize her for that 10% or do they just think, oh, well, that's annoying, but carry on I'll enjoy the rest of it do you know what I mean like yeah. life would be so much easier if that's how we like had an approach to things Could online just let somebody have yeah. I see about this in the car on the way over I was like if we if you look hard enough everything will piss you off yeah, yeah. you'll find something about yeah. your sister about your mom about whatever yeah. but on balance in your relationships you make it work or yeah. you don't yeah. but online we just spend our whole lives looking for the thing it's like we get the thing and then we think oh thank god there's the thing yeah. I fucking hate them now yeah and it's just like weird I, it's, yeah, it's like we pick up our phone and like slip into binary thinking of yeah. just like they're all good or all bad based on one based off of one thing. Like you yeah. say, like Molly Mays, like what you know, or whoever. Or using one, like one bad one thing that they do. Or, yeah. And that and that's the thing I think where I say we need to care less and just give everyone a bit of breathing space with stuff, is because people cannot be responsible for how you feel or yeah. how they then make you feel about the, yourself. That all has to come from you. You can learn and you can take things and you can absorb different things, but ultimately it comes down to you. Well, I wanted to ask about this actually, because you lost weight before your wedding and you talked about that and you were like, I, well, on a practical level, I need to get into my wedding dress yeah. and I've already bought it and I bought it two years ago and I need to get into it. But I wanted to ask how people's reaction was to that. Because if, if we look at the binary thing again, it's like, well, you're promoting confidence so you can't lose weight yeah. or be seen to want to or whatever. It's one of those things, again, there's so many like, it's so nuanced the whole situation with me getting into that wedding dress. Um, I, my reaction from my followers was actually really understanding. I was surprised like they were so lush and they just totally got it. And weight loss is one of those things, isn't it? Where you could talk about it forever in a day and they, there could be an opinion off the opinion off the opinion. But the reality for me in that moment was that my mum had bought that dress for me. It was a special moment. It was a special day. And there, the dress did have a meaning. I know not all people have that scenario with their dress, but that was my case. And I had, like a lot of other people, got into really unhealthy habits during COVID. No shade to myself, no judgment to myself. So there was an element of me wanting to like regain that control again. And I knew that a bit of weight loss was going to be a bypass of that. And it was more that I didn't want to pretend that I wasn't aware of that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't want to be like, oh, I'm just doing it for fitness, mm -hmm. knowing full well that I was going to lose weight. I just wanted to draw attention to the fact that I probably will lose weight to get into this dress as a byproduct of all these things that I'm doing to better my physical and fitness and all of that sort of health. And everyone was fine about it. Um, but the one thing that I haven't spoken about is the amount of stress that my body and mind was under during that time of planning a wedding, that's where I look now. Like I think my body is the healthiest and happiest that it's looked and felt probably my whole life. And uh, I look back at the wedding and I'm like, the stress that my body was holding on to when I was trying to get into this dress, I resent it a little bit. Mm, do you? Mm. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I feel totally different about weddings anyway, but I 
yeah, I do wish that the pressure wasn't there at all to look your best. You know, like there's this pressure that on your wedding day, it's gonna be the best you've ever looked and all of that. If all those pressures were taken away, I imagine that I'd be as happy and healthy as I feel and look now, mm. or in my opinion, do you know what I mean? It's mm. intense. It is really intense. You do look great now. Thanks, love. You do look great now, yeah. I'm like, I've never been so balanced with fitness. I've never been so balanced with my diet. It's just so lovely. It's a lovely place to be. You've been training though. I actually lift weights. Yeah, she's a tank. Oh I've been God. so fucking jealous. All I do is pregnancy. I'm like, oh yeah, but you'll get back into it. You'll be lifting the baby like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's changed like my life though. Like weightlifting, gut health and diet, which sounds like so privileged. I am very privileged that I can like even focus on it to the extent that I can, but it has been a real sort of like a calm in all of those years of yeah. dieting and yo-yoing and hate and um, want, like wanting and longing for a certain body type. It's felt like a blanket of calm has just like come over me. It's lush. Um, weightlifting. Yeah. By the way, they say that baby babies are like a natural- Dumbbell. <laughs> yeah. Kettlebell. <laughs> They're like a, twins. Oh. Otherwise it's gonna be really one-sided. <laughs> They're like an, it's like an organic way of like building muscle and weightlifting because they constantly get bigger and heavier. Oh, I see it. And progression. Can, yeah. 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 Progressive weights. Yeah. Love yeah. that. It's progressive training. I've actually seen that used as, and I don't know if people are joking, but I'm like, take no, that. that. No, yeah. that My makes so much sense. So puny. Like literally she's never had like a muscle to, to be seen and her, her baby's almost two and she's got an actual bicep. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's amazing. Nice. Love that. But just um, one bicep from holding it on the side. That's the problem, just one bicep. Yeah, it's yeah. twins of the way forward, everyone. 100%, yeah. I you need to keep switching. Should have done something about that. Yeah. Um, so you're weightlifting. Yeah. And again, like I've had such a horrible relationship with exercise. You you know how how hard I've tried to be a runner. Oh my God, um, Sasha's run. During lockdown, genuinely, it would like make. What did you got? Shuffle? Was it your trudge? Trudging. <laughs> and when I had my um, my jaw, and I all I wanted was to go for a run, and you'd be like, Sash, be like, I'm going, I'm going trudging. I'm going to do it for you. I didn't want trudging. to do this. And it would be like the saddest selfie. I'm not trying to find them. Like saddest <laughs> selfies, the saddest WhatsApp videos. Like, I hate this. I hate I this. It. I'm so cold. I just hate running. And I was like, do it for me. Oh, so jealous. Oh. It's so weird, isn't it? Horses it's for so horses. Weird. I know. People I have all running. different things that they love. Like, and weightlifting for me has just become, I think it's that attachment to strength mm. and knowing that I'm getting stronger, but it's the fitness that comes with it as well. Like I can feel my fitness. Like I feel when mm. I walk up the stairs, I'm like, <laughs> I'm not even out of breath. Nailed it. <laughs> and that yeah, makes me good. feel like superior. Nice. Very lucky. Oh, I'm so excited to get back on this train. <laughs> obscene <laughs> honestly I'm so close now as well like I'm watching people running and lift it but I love watching you in the gym and the progress because you shared it so honestly from like when you couldn't really lift up anything and now you're like and you're you're progressing so like what were you deadlifting the other day uh, so was it 100 kg was it 100 kg I know. <laughs> Wait, I tried to do like, more for but it's so nice when but you again, watch someone from the beginning. I am like ridiculously privileged that I'm able to even afford a PT. Like she's been a huge part of that. She doesn't talk about diet. She doesn't talk about calories. She doesn't talk about scales. We just, I've totally found my person in terms of like alignment with that side of stuff. And so I, I am very lucky. Yeah. And like it's a female only gym. So we do female only classes. I've just fully found my, mm. my groove, which is such a huge part of people enjoying exercise and finding what they love. That's really good because I think it is actually quite difficult to 
find exercise independent of appearance. Well, especially when that's all you know your whole life. Exactly. That's why I tried so hard to be a runner because in my head I was like, this will make me the slimmest I could be. Yeah. Because that's where I got when I when I when I first lost a lot of weight and it was really sort of toxic right. and you know borderline on whatever you want to label it. I was running like seven days a week really? to burn off the food that I'd eaten and the food being a boiled egg and a piece of mackerel. Oh God, sounds rank. Oh, that sounds like times. acid reflux. To <laughs> yeah, it was not good. I remember like a bag of popcorn was my weekend treat. Stop, you crazy treat. cat! <laughs> oh God, even saying things like that just makes me heave. Treat, yeah. It's so sad, isn't it? It's our generation as well, though, don't you think? Well, I do think we'll do it to another like another bunch, hopefully. Yeah, oh, hopefully it stops with us. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. I feel like we're so damaged from it. You, you will yeah. not let your kids see you. No, do. Oh, Christ, no. But I've been trying to work it out. It's really interesting to actually work out like what you what is best, like and yeah. how how to make like treats accessible. Yeah. Sorry, treat. I hate this. I the word was there. But like, what do you do? Do you always yeah. have sweet food in the house so that it's not a novelty yeah. or a treat? Or do you just or do you get, I don't know. And I like and it's really because we don't yeah. we weren't raised properly with it. It's actually we're just going to have to, I mean, I'm just going to have to trust my intuition and stuff when the time comes. She's not going to be coming out eating digestives. You should read Body Happy Kids. It's a really, really good book. Body Happy Is Kids. Is that by Molly, Molly Forbes? Forbes. Yeah. I love her. Yeah, it's brilliant. She's taught me so much about like, because yeah. I do, I think about it as well. I'm like, what will my kids see of me? They'll see everything. And I don't ever want them mm. to hear me saying things like, oh, mummy's put on so much weight or mummy's fat, like as if yeah. fat's a bad thing. And all things like that is a lot to think about. Mm -hmm. And also there are things to consider that like there are going to be days where sometimes the only time you have is to either shove a pizza in the oven or let your child starve. There's There are going to be moments like that as well. And yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fine. It's life, isn't it? Yeah. Definitely give them access to like all that stuff though, because, oh my God, my mum was so like, we weren't allowed sweets, chocolate, like our Friday night treat was a glass of lemonade. Like that was our like sweet thing wow. for the week. And we fully like backlashed against it. Yeah. Like the pendulum swung like totally yeah. the other way. But even at a really young age, I have a friend who didn't let her daughter have any processed sugar at home. And it's like, that's coconuts because when- Coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> it is because when they go when she goes to yeah. a party oh, yeah. she'll be off the fucking wall yeah. we were feral yeah. when we went to a party oh my god imagine it's like five oh my fucking god and all of them are like <laughs> literally when a glass of lemonade is a treat oh, it actually makes me so sad I remember getting I remember we got a, a vending machine in our school and being like if I want to have chocolate I can go and have chocolate and that being like whoa yeah. madness anyway enough about me sorry no 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 um, I love it but also like we are raised aren't we to think that a bar of chocolate is bad food but then a piece of fruit is good food and this just doesn't work like that yeah literally doesn't work like that yeah. like we live unless you want to go and live in the middle of a forest on your own you can't avoid stuff like that but why would you chocolate's so nice chocolate's so, so nice. good so good and don't hit me with the dark stuff I like milk Oh, I would do anything for white chocolate and they just don't make it for vegans. That's an interesting thing about having a baby. Um, oh, the vegan thing. Yeah. Meat, the meat sitch. That's, that is a good point. What's well, yeah. Alex's viewpoint? Because well, he doesn't eat meat. Uh, he does eat fish and he eats dairy. I think it's hard to call, but I, I, I think at home we won't cook meat because we don't cook meat. Um, but she'll eat fish. 
and eggs and you have to when you have a baby like I have a friend that's raising her son as vegan and you have to it's so possible to make them super healthy but it's yeah. just so much more work yeah and you have to bring in eggs every now and then and milk to yeah. check for allergens because they're like whatever so I think we'll just um I don't know how we've got into this but I think we'll cook <laughs> um we won't feed we won't cook meat at home because we don't eat meat at home but if she eats meat in my mum's house or at school or at any of her friends' houses, that's fine. That's yeah. completely up to her. But we'll cook dairy and fish at home. I, I don't think. think it's one of those things you can plan for, is it? I think you just never know how you're going to yeah. feel, what headspace you're going to be in. Yeah, because you like, might... Like, do you love cooking? Do you not love cooking? Like, she might there's just want so some chicken nuggets sometimes. She might. Yeah. And who am I to say... You no can't one. have a, a nug. I'm just not going to do that. Because she'll end up getting a 20 box sherb. Yeah, like, she'll end own. up being like one of the feral white sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Losing Let me it tell you, McDonald's. that's not a pretty sight. And sometimes a chicken nug just does everything you need and more. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it doesn't do it for me, but it might for her. Yeah. A corn chicken nug? The corn crispy nuggets are so good. Are they, where are they from? Corn. corn. Cool. I've never had them. They're <laughs> so good. Corn crispy nuggets. Oh my God, they're I, so good. Yeah, I have had them before, but I. Don't know. Okay. <laughs> but you eat meat, don't you? you yeah. yeah, you're so good at cooking. All your cooking looks so good. Thanks. Can we talk about modelling quickly? Yeah, sure. Um, you are a model. Well, also, I'm not you? actually signed at the moment. Are you not? Okay. No, I'm not signed at the moment. I um, it's, it's complicated because I think when curve modelling came into the forefront, it was like, oh my God, this is so amazing and so inclusive. But actually, there are just as many requirements to be a successful curve model as there is to be a successful straight model. So I'm only 5'7", and the standard for curve is 5'10". So I'm technically wow. not tall enough to tick the curve model boxes. Um, there are agencies representing all shapes and sizes for sure, but it's still not where it should be really. When filter drop happened and that then raised my name attached to that, it became quite difficult in terms of, you know, if a model gets put forward for like a gastric band job, and I'm that model, I can't then go to that job. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it became a little bit muddy. Um, but I did apply for the Good American Squad. When did that happen? Not that long ago. Just sent in for the open casting and I got a recall, which was sick. That's like the first modeling thing I've done for a while. And they're very much sort of, um, I just said to, I think I said to my friend, I was like, can you just imagine me around like Chloe's pool with my like oh my ass God. out? Like, it would just be so fun. I would die. I, there's just a part of me that would love it. Yeah. yeah. But I, don't, I haven't heard back, so I don't know. But yeah, it's, um, it's amazing the way that the industry's changing. But at the moment, I'm sort of w either waiting for the right agency or just sort of seeing where everything goes as is. It's, it's so, I still find it so interesting that curve modeling is a separate thing is a separate thing and also has specific set of requirements yeah, as like, well. Yeah, like I'm see I'm not I'm not in proportion really. I don't have big boobs, small waist, big hips. I have big hips, small waist, little boobs, a bit of a tummy. Like right. but then the curves go in and out as well. So I don't tick the boxes of tall, big bust, small waist, flat stomach, big ass in all the right places. Right. So there's just as many things to fit into as there is if you're a straight Which is crazy. <laughs> Kind of defeats the whole object of acceptance of curve modeling. Totally, yeah. So and like even having to say I'm a curve model because I didn't want people to look at me and think, what the fuck do you model then? Like McDonald's. <laughs> that would be fun to be fair. Just hit me that up would be. Yeah, that big nug be. suit. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'd enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, I'd really enjoy modeling for McDonald's as well. Um, so yeah, I've I've loved it, but it's just I've got to kind of find my find what works for me in that industry. I think because it's still got a long way to go. That's a hard thing to do if you don't have confidence. You know, like because you have been on such a confidence journey with you know with your like yeah. I feel like I'm insulting you when I say amateur dramatics. It does feel like I'm undermining it. No, don't. <laughs> with your with your stardom. <laughs> I mean, think theater kid more. energy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jazz hands. Um, but like the it, modeling, I think is probably one of the bravest things in the whole world. Like modeling and karaoke, just two things. I'm <laughs> just like modeling and karaoke. Whoa. I mean, you just really you back yourself. Yeah, yeah, you do. I don't know if it's about confidence and backing yourself. I think it's about having that ability to just not care, and that's one thing that I've definitely noticed with my confidence journey is that it's like you know when I'm in that situation, I'm thinking, can I go on stage in skin tight? Can I not? I kind of like have this internal dialogue with myself where I'm thinking, so if I cover up, what's it going to do? And if I don't cover up, what's it going to do? Like people will say something or think something regardless of those two options I do, but what will make me feel better? And that is to push myself out of my comfort zone and hope that if there's one person in that audience that has a bit of a stomach or a bit of something that they look at me and think, oh, fucking fair play. If she's done it, I can do it. Do you know what I mean? So I don't think it's about all the time just like having the confidence. Like I don't necessarily, well, I don't wake up every day and be like, I'm amazing. It's more that I it's more that I wake up and think, I don't care if you think I'm not, you know? I think that's I what that. translates really well in your fashion stuff. Like to go back Clueless. to the super fashion reels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um but like I mean that the one that went super viral of yours was when My you skims well. held up the uh, have you seen it? It's so fucking funny. She holds up the skin's bodysuit. It's like tight. Like, it's like that. So <laughs> and then I stretch it over my ass, and it actually is so nice. Yeah, is it? They're unreal. Yeah, I did a workout, but it's so nice. Mm. Yeah, the skin's but that's on. That's lovely for people to see. Like when you do these videos, because you do them on YouTube and then put the clips on TikTok Insane. and Insta as well. But like for people to really watch someone getting dressed and it's not like, I'm so sick of seeing people getting, doing the getting ready oh, in the morning. the little just, cute hip thing they, that yeah, they do. They just, oh, oh, it could never just, be me. No. I love it for them, but it could never it's, be me. Yeah. It's like a little bounce where the thing, where the jeans perfectly sits over their hips and they yeah, literally, yeah, yeah. I'm like, fling myself back like if someone wants to pray to me in and then I'll do the zip up it, it could never be me that's my favorite and it's like you get like you get Sasha's like a whole monologue when she's like holding the thing I'm just like no surely not it's just like these are all the thoughts that I have when I try on clothes it's just like the most relatable it's relatable content what can I say it is also so genuine though because like where I was so much bigger and I was always chubby when I was younger my default was to just cover up with huge baggy clothes Mm. and that will always be an element of comfort for me like it's just that's who I am but this has definitely come from where I've accepted my body and sometimes love my body I'm like oh well maybe I should try different clothes because that might make that might complement that confidence or that growth whatever um, but yeah, I've got a long way to go with parent stuff. I mean, sometimes my best friend will message me. She's like, I, I just can't. I just don't know what was going through your head when you You've put that out. You've worn some horrible outfits. Horrendous. Horrible. Did you see the Did you see the brick red leather trousers? She sent me a screenshot and she just wrote blood clot. <laughs> it's, it's a dog Horrendous. walking ones for me. Yeah. My, I live for them. Yeah. I live for your little boots. I don't, try, I don't try to look cute on a dog walk, which is probably just, where I go wrong. No, me neither. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Never. 
can't. They're not, not cute. <laughs> well, thank you so much. No, thank you. <laughs> for coming today. I love that we had no idea what we we're going to chat about and we've spoken about like... Everything. Chicken nuggets and... <laughs> yeah. If McDonald's don't call you... <laughs> Sasha, we've got a suit. <laughs> Five foot seven, you say? <laughs> it weighs 100 kilograms. Because we know you can lift it. Because we know you can lift 100 it. 100 kg of nuggets. Oh my God. <laughs> um, Just on the karaoke thing, if you had to sing one karaoke song, what would, what would it be? What's the karaoke song? Any man of mine, Shania Twain. She did not doubt. See? I'm trying to think what that is. She didn't even take a beat. No, I'm not singing on this podcast. Like, absolutely not. <laughs> Any man of mine. <laughs> Boys, do you know those? No, I just really know she likes Shania Twain. I do. It's not really like I'm obsessed with her. Come on, sing us a song. No, I'm not doing it. I literally no. refuse. But how oh. quickly did she have that in her back pocket? If you asked me to do a karaoke song, it would take me about 45 minutes to choose one. Yeah, I don't know. Which is exactly why, one of a few reasons why I'd never go for a modelling campaign. But the fact that you that you just know it means that have you, you could just do it. Have you been to karaoke before? I'm not talking about karaoke. But I genuinely myself. think in the right environment, you would have the time of your life. What's the right environment? Because with so me, bad ones. me, Alex, Alex, you, baby girls being looked after by babysitter. I don't sister. think I could go to karaoke with this Alex. Why? It's just I just don't think it would be good for our, <laughs> our friendship. I just don't think it would be good. Because I doubt shy. I know. I just don't think you'd be I really, kind. I'm not. I'd, <laughs> I'd be so kind. Um, thank you so much for coming. Thank, thank you so much. We'll drop your handle in the show. Notes. Oh, thank you, you ever so much. This December. See you at the panto. Um, I meant what I meant. Thanks for coming on. It meant more than it meant. <laughs> <laughs> Should I delete that? Is part of the Acast Creator Network. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.